hour. It's yeah. It's yeah. after dark. Uh, as you can see, this is the first video edition of uh, Spooky Boys After Dark. And uh, we're in a dark, dingy basement. A terrible, awful. Oh, no, I'm yeah, kidding. It's very homey. It's, it's very smooth. <laughs> it's, it's nice. You know, it's got a campfire feel to it. I'm just kidding. No, exactly. It, it, it looks great. Oh, yeah, super dork right now. We got a salt yeah. lamp and oh, yeah. a candle. Yeah. We're setting the. the we don't want the Dexter lights on. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fucking. Lights. Yeah, I think they look great on camera, but prison you know lights. what? It's yeah, prison lights. Hell yeah, dude! They got <laughs> you can like look a tinge. flattering in that light. You can look flattering in any light. Oh yeah, true. So uh, yeah, after dark, Spooky Boys after dark, we're back. Um, we're gonna talk about something pretty fucking spooky, I think. Spooky. I'm yeah. This oh. this edition of the show is, you know, more paranormal. More like if you haven't seen it before, we we haven't done this in like half a year. I think, yeah, yeah, year it's, and been, half. it's been some time. Wait, 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 wait. Was my house the last one? Might have been. Six I don't know. months ago. Yeah, we talked about ghosts. I we think did the, the last ghost time. Box at my house. Oh, I I didn't do that video. You didn't post it for for reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got spooky. It did we though. might post it at a different time, but right I now, know. not for reasons. I, yeah. Not uh, mad I, at you. I don't got demons mad at me or nothing, so yeah. we good. But, um, you know, I, I got something pretty interesting, I think. I think that you guys would enjoy this, because it is a very strange fucking topic. And it is uh, Skinwalker Ranch. I talked a little bit oh, about yeah, it yeah, 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 on yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Legal Aliens. You might have so, heard like, about it. My thing with Skinwalkers, though, are they like, so is it like this aliens, is, or is it like, no, no, no. Uh, like a terrestrial like being that just like is here? Well, it's it comes from a Navajo legend. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I knew that. Well, I guess Dene now because they yeah, want to be called I, Dene. I knew the <laughs> like I knew that it came from native origin, but I just didn't know like what is like what is the monster like? I, I'm sure so, it's a deity, but like outside of a deity, what is I'll, like I'll get the into folklore that. story? I'll get into that. Sorry. But <laughs> this doesn't totally have to do with skinwalkers. Um. It's so strange, like it is like a hodgepodge of just weird paranormal activity from like poltergeist to uh, UFO sightings, like okay. a big UFO sightings dating back to like 1700s and shit. Okay. It is a very strange area. Basically, it's in the Uintah Basin. This, uh, before I get into any of this. So. Am I good at geography? Where right, right. Skinwalker Ranch like is Alaska, uh, Utah. Okay. Utah. Yeah. Thank you. So it's like deep flats of fucking Utah, sort of salt desert. Pablo wants area. to be involved. Hello, Pablo. <laughs> Look at his little face. He's so nice. He's adorable. I love him. He's handsome. He's just excited to see you. So here we go. Skinwalker Ranch, also known as the Sherman Ranch. Uh, it's a plot of land, about 512 acres uh, across, located in the Uintah Basin within Uintah County, with so, with the nearest city being, I think, uh, Ballard, Utah. Okay. 
And it's big flat area. Sorry to cut you off. No, no <laughs> just curious because like so. It's like a cult deal or like. No, no, no. It literally is just like an area of this basin, where weird shit happens. Weird shit happens. It's literally. Yeah, it yeah pretty much. Um, if you've ever seen like Courage the Cowardly Dog, middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Ariel. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) The things I do for love. Yeah, the ranch is a paranormal hotspot with a lot of publicized. uh, Well, it's publicized now but back in the day back in the 90s and stuff it really wasn't it was really only like on some talk shows and stuff where this dude was just trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with this this ranch spoopy let's talk about it um yeah (laughs) uh but but the sightings and happenings are so strange that nobody at the time aside from uh ace reporter george knapp who this dude is like ridiculous like he's got like like 12 or 13 emmys or something the dude is like not just like a bad dude yeah he's not a bad dude at all he's very like he's very experienced when it comes to like uh reporting and stuff like that like he uh one of his most famous stories is him going after the mafia in las vegas okay and he like did a pretty good takedown piece and you know introduce like the law into that area uh, around the time when like the mafia was going on before, yeah. yeah so yeah. he's like legit like he's not some fucking idiot like tabloid guy like this dude is like very legit yeah, yeah. he's a real investigative journalist is what you're saying yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um let's see let's look like my notes again. uh we'll get into george's involvement soon but suffice to say that he is very, very credible in his chronicled happenings here. Uh, many of which my notes are actually taken from. I own the book, uh, Hunt for the Skinwalker. Very creepy fucking book to read at night. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, but like, are there skinwalkers or is it just skinwalker? I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like the anxious viewer. Uh, no, you're good. This place is a strange hodgepodge of happenings and sightings from UFOs, Bigfoot sightings, cattle mutilations, a lot of cattle mutilations. Okay. Yeah. Uh, strange cryptids, as well as ghost-like and poltergeist activity. Right. Um, They're just a hotbed for supernatural. Yeah, it's just like a big, weird fucking hotbed. Uh, ownership and things of that nature will be discussed later, but for now, I'll go over the history of some of the uh, events leading up to the history of the land itself. Claims about the ranch, as well as UFO sightings, range as far back as the 1970s, but it began to be publicized in 1996 by a series of articles in different columns, uh, papers, and magazines by investigative reporter George Knapp. Um, George Knapp chronicles the ranch for about two years prior, uh, but was unable to move on to, uh, to move on the story onto 
uh, KTLA Las Vegas because of like the higher so, like, ups yeah, and editorial yeah, like, didn't uh, like actual media news. It's hard yeah, to break he, he they didn't want to break the story because it sounded fucking ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, aliens bad. Yeah, the ranch itself was already dubbed UFO Ranch by uh, by a like pretty much all the locals. Right. As well as the um, uh, the Ute uh, and also Navajo reservations, due to fifty uh, year history, fifty year history of strange paranormal events. According to Colm Kelleher and Knapp, they saw and uh, uh, Colm Kelleher is also like big time like. He's, like, a physicist and stuff. Yeah. He's not, like, some fucking, like, weirdo. Like, he, the dude is actually, Listen, like, dude, very well-traveled. There's traveled. not many physicists in the world, so no. any of those dudes deserve respect. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, realistically, there's not many. Like, compared to the general population of the world, there's really not many physicists, astrophysicists, and, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 7,000. Uh, yeah, yeah on, the, on, the, on the front of, like, seven to 10,000 people per trade. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of crazy if you think about it, but yeah. nonetheless, those people are great. Yeah. Sorry, I so, love astrophysics. <laughs> oh no, you're good, dude. That input is well received. And physics, uh, physics oh, yeah. is great. They saw and investigated over a hundred different incidents on the ranch and uh, the surrounding like uh, reservations Published and stuff. Ending. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, you're good. Vanishing cattle, mutilated cattle, sightings of UFOs, floating orbs. Large animals with piercing red eyes. So, but my thing is with all of this, like, sorry to cut you off, but like, oh, it sounds like very vast differences in paranormal responses conglomerated into one. Like, yeah. it's like a weird nexus. It's like a magnet, right? But, uh, like, that's just <clears throat> weird because, like, I don't think a skinwalker would be the thing for that. There is a reason they sorry call it skinwalker like, ranch. Be, like, no, no, you're, yeah, you're good, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, constructive, I feel like I'm trying to be. But oh, yeah. no, you're fine. There were also large animals with piercing red eyes that were usually unfazed by high-capacity ammo, as well as uh, strange objects emitting weird mag magnetic fields, like weird invisible objects sometimes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the Ute, uh, both the Ute, and the Navajo uh, say that the ranch is on the path of the skinwalker, okay. quote-unquote. Uh, and it, the land is cursed and forbidden for anyone to go or dig on the land. Oh, so I guess wow. digging on the land is oh, what incites a lot of like, activity yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially with where we are in America. Yeah. We're just kind of yeah. digging a hole. Didn't we're going to take. We're going to take. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we're going to take. Starting off and getting into the history of the ranch and, uh, what does it say, the surrounding area, uh, the Ute natives uh, primarily dwelled the land, uh, though now most don't even really go near the ranch, well, despite, uh, despite, like, bordering it, because it's yeah, like, they, yeah, don't I, fucking go near the It would feel like something like Stonehenge, right? Yeah. Like, for Stonehenge, you wouldn't cross the line. Yeah. What it was, it was no. yeah. After the whites came to Utah, 
the Navajo natives who had been uh, warring with the Utes at the time uh, are said to have cursed the land once contact uh, once they contacted and befriended the whites back in approximately the 1800s. This was around the the Civil War era. Um, during pioneer history, uh, which makes sense because that side that that was like a very large yeah. portion of you know, military strategy and shit. Yeah, befriend natives and then like kick off other yeah. natives or whatever. Kick off like warring tribes or whatever. We'll help you. Yeah, we'll help you deal with your like small skirmishes, yeah. and we're dealing with the war. It's awful, but yes. Yeah. The ranch is named Skinwalker Ranch after the actual curse itself. Which sometimes they say that skinwalkers appear on the ranch. I don't... I, so I haven't really read anything about that. So my thing with skinwalker is what I think is like, even if it were like a ghost, right? So with what this theory is explaining is like a, a vast like conglomeration of paranormal events. Yeah. But even if it were like a ghost that looked like a person... Right, like, if a ghost of Mikey... I have Mikey's picture right there. It's right across from us. Mikey's picture is sitting right there on that fucking Green Lantern yeah, thing. Yeah, I see him. He's right there, because he's one of the most willful motherfuckers I ever met. Yep. And he's up there. <laughs> uh, he's right here on my chest, too. Yeah. <laughs> that is Oa right there. That's Oa for me. Anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> you get me. Yeah. Uh, uh, that kind of like spiritual connection wanes and whack, like you know what I mean. It, yeah. it holds value. No, it does. And similar yeah, to these kind of conversations, right? Like it's it's the it's the same idea of like you go into like this is gonna sound like an extreme fucking example, but it's like you go on to like a battlefield from like the eighteen hundreds or some shit, and you can feel it. Yep. Like me and Ash recently went to the DIA. Yeah. And uh, they had, like, an Egyptian exhibit with, like, a fucking mummy and stuff. And when you walk into there, there's, like, this weird it, fucking yeah, energy. Yeah, 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 there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's sure like, I felt oh. On some of those, like, and then you actually see what the mummies exhibits. look like and how, like, huh. Uh, uh, yeah, it gets to you. Like, it yeah. gets to you. It's, it's kind of one of those things It's like, I, I even as a human, I don't want to get into this on Spooky Voice, but have seen, like, some really fucked up shit and seen people die. Yeah. Even seeing those events and seeing those catacombs or, mm. or mummies, it doesn't make a difference. Seeing dead is still, unless you're, like, it's, not, like, a, like, unless you have, like, you're yeah. not, like, a decent human in that way. It's, yeah. it's the <laughs> yeah. idea that uh, certain, like, like... Life energies. holds value, yeah. right? Like, life holds value. Uh, mm. Certain, like, energies are left by people. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying, though. Like, life holds, you know what I mean? Holds, yeah. like, tangible value. It's, it's like, it's not like an NFT. I can't, like, plug <laughs> it into a USB yeah. and get life. Uh, like, no, <laughs> life is life. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Strange sightings uh, reach back to even... 1911, as well as uh, strange, let's see, deaths. Uh, much of the history here is generally vague, but seems to have, but seems to be sightings and things up until 1979. Like, there was like a history of like sightings from like the 19, uh, 1911 50s, 
1911 to so like 1979. 1979, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, it's pretty well known locally. Skinwalkers themselves have been said not to live on the ranch, but around the road leading into the ranch. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, collecting Weird. prey, right? And that's yeah, into Fort Douche. Douche. Duches. Duches. As well as other spots Duche. around the reservation, as well as, quote-unquote, Dark Canyon, uh, somewhere Dark on the ridge. Yeah, the Utes nice. believe that the curse uh, perhaps runs back around 15 generations, and despite this curse, the sightings are uh, are said to have been re uh, recorded even by the Spaniards in the 1700s. Um, oh, man, those Spaniards. Yeah. Uh, like, so, they during... They conquered shit. Yeah. They so, ran, they saw, they did. So, during the Spanish Trail, um, Father Escalante, who was, like, big-time fucking... Um, missionary or whatever yep. uh, colonizer yep. colonizer piece of shit but I went to CCA too yeah. <laughs> um, I guess along the Spanish trail in Utah uh, beside campfire they have like journal entries where they describe essentially seeing giant weird crafts in the sky like yeah, giant that? weird ships oh that's really weird like football fields apart could you imagine seeing, like, so, like, I attribute to this to, like, Stargate, kind of, in my mind, right? There's these primitive, like, these primitive fucking, um, um, like, people that are being exposed to, like, what is an amazing feat of technology even today, yeah. right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, being exposed, like, being on that level and being exposed to like weird technology that even today we don't have the capabilities of just strange well, it's not shit. Not that we don't, it's just that like where do we put the money switch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we definitely have the we have a lot of technological capability. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Towards way other shit than what we could. I do want to add something to the skinwalker thing though is that during uh, during the time when skinwalkers were apparently a thing, the idea is that it would be somebody who befriended the whites, and uh, oh, they would go into a native camp or local village or whatever, and they would essentially pretend to be... Um, that person. Yeah, they would pretend to be, like, part of that tribe or whatever. That's horrible. And uh, pretty much bring things down from the inside out. Uh, so that's that's sort of, w like, that's another thing where Skinwalker might come from. <clears throat> but that's a pretty interesting, uh, just small tidbit I kind of wanted to throw in there. Because it does kind of play in a little bit. <clears throat> Skinwalkers themselves have been sent... Oh, uh, yeah, I said that already. Oops, get mixed up in my notes, dude. The Utes, the the Ute natives believe the curse perhaps run back, uh, runs back. God damn it, I did that already too. Yeah, the Spanish Trail. They saw UFOs apparently. Yeah. Um, I would have to actually look at these journal entries myself, but it's pretty interesting. 
the people who lived on the property uh, and made its homestead were the Myers family back in 1905 and only consisted of a couple of uh, small buildings until pretty much a uh, until they pretty much abandoned the area for a small home uh, on the east of the ranch until it was bought out by this kindly old couple named Ken and Edith Myers until about uh, 1987. And that's when this new family sort of moved in. And I'll get into the new family in a second. Um, UFO reports from the ranch include crafts, fireballs, uh, and <clears throat> all sorts of like weird shit. Stuff that looks like uh, weird Winnebago's. People have described like, yeah, like people have described like just square crafts about the size of a Winnebago. Oh, that's fucking... Without windows, without space anything. Space late, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just space weird as fuck. Camper. Um, yeah, space camper. Space <laughs> camper. Uh, it's like one woman's <clears throat> jet, but just an RV. Yeah. Um, sometimes they range from either, like, a weird cigar shape yeah. and other objects ranging from, like, 20 to 30 feet across to the size of football fields. Uh, by the I'm really on on these... Uh... Like these UFO sighting things. Oh, it's like weird. How they connect to different conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. Super fucking right. weird. Yeah, I love Stargate so much because it, like, kind of connects all this bullshit, too. Yeah. It was just fun. Yeah. Uh, so, uh... Dark. No, you're good, dude. Uh, by the 1970s and 1980s, the highway patrol got so many UFO calls that they stopped filing out reports altogether. They were pissed that like so many people because i'm sure like a decent amount of state troopers saw that shit too yeah um around that time many cattle mutilations were reported by local farmers investigations by junior uh by junior hicks from um what's that say uh Rusum, utah he were, uh, he were, oh my god. He was also a retired science teacher. Uh, Junior Hicks's investigation included uh, over about 400 sightings that often coincided with many mutilations. Uh, local farmers losing thousands of dollars. Because cattle is not fucking cheap. No. Yeah. So... Uh, by the time the 90s came, around, well, late 80s, um, the Myers family actually vacated the property, and it stood empty until it got purchased by the Gorman family in 1992. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Gorman moved into the property with their two kids, uh, and pretty much like a shit ton of livestock. Uh, Terry Gorman was, wasn't any kind of, like, hick. He wasn't some kind of, like, fucking goofball hillbilly yeah. coming out there to just, like, I'm gonna make some, I'm gonna do some cattle shit. <laughs> uh, no, he was, like, legit, he, I, I feel Bail like, I, 
uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like I keep saying legit, but this dude was like, he was like the real deal when it came to like animal husbandry. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see what he trained in real quick. Uh, he had advanced training in animal husbandry and had plans to use his much-prized livestock uh, by making animal hybrids. Jesus. That the, sounds horrifying. No, no, no. I'm just talking about, like, cattle. Like, just normal cattle stuff. This is this is just sort of like... Um, it's just like making hybrid bulls or whatever, okay. or, like, hybrid cows and back, stuff like yeah, that. I walked back, animal hybrids. Oh, no, you can't do... Yeah. So this... Uh, they were visiting this land since it got abandoned uh, back in, like, 87, and eventually made their move. Um, so they pretty much sank their life savings into this place, and they didn't really even know the history of it. Uh, they knew that the land was, like, decent enough. Yeah. And they moved, I forget where they moved from, um, and they they only knew, like, a little bit of, the, like, the weird UFO stuff, but they didn't really think anything of it, you know? Yeah. Um, upon possessing the land, the Gormans uh, were surprised to note that the previous caretakers had chained and deadbolted pretty much everything from windows to doors, uh, inside of the house, the kitchen cabinets, uh, both inside and outside the doors, That's which cool. is like weird yeah, as fuck. This is fucking weird. At the ends of the house, both ends of the house, uh, large metal chains and stakes were shoved into the ground, pretty much indicating that large attack dogs were there to protect the property in the house. But from, like, what? Right. Like, why would you, like, in the middle of, like, yeah, you could just as well get, like, a fucking gun and protect your property. Because it's, like, nothing aside from, like, coyotes Yeah. are, are yeah, really fucking. It's not like you're going to get bears yeah, in the like fucking. Yeah, sound, you know what I mean? They needed yeah. Loud. Like, like the, the cowardly bro, 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 dog was just, like, based on all this. It's gotta be at least some. Yeah, 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 right, right. Like, there's some strong. Now it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That you're welcome, everyone. So. What did you say? I was like, "Cowardly dog." <laughs> so here's, here's gonna yeah. be some weird shit. All right. Especially for quite a few of the stories. Yep. So let me get into the first couple of incidents here, cause this shit gets fucking odd. Um, as they loaded off the possessions and began to move in, having already put in the cattle into their pens. Uh, the f- like your first three moving into stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. You're yeah. like, oh, wow, moving into Skinwalker Ranch. Great. Right, cool. right, right. Well, they didn't know it was called Skinwalker Ranch, I don't think. I don't care. Well, moving into this new ranch house, you get in there, and like you said with the Everything's mommy, yeah. bolted the fuck yeah. down. Yeah, and you're in a 50-mile right. so radius. weird energy. You get yeah. this weird-ass, yeah, this weird No neighbors. Energy. Yeah. You're like, no, f- I, well, I there's barely any like neighbors. I really stupid white person in every scary movie that's yeah. like, well, we're going to go over all of, all yep, of yep. All of the Native American people around, even different tribes are just like, 
Run, yeah. Bitch. Yeah. Uh, don't go there. Yeah. Don't do it. And they're like, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Go for it, it, idiot. You see the price for rent? That ain't shit. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Six hundred a month for rent. Jesus, that's, <laughs> well, that's a steal. <laughs> so as, oh my God. So as they loaded off the possessions and began to move in, having already put the cattle into their pens, the family noticed a large wet. Well, my, by the way, this was like pouring fucking rain. You know, they were still moving in, and this large fucking wolf started to like approach this like weird wolf dog. This thing was big as fuck, too. Like, it stood, uh, I want to say, up to their, like, hips or whatever. Right. Like, it was, according to them, according to the family, it was a large dog. And um, this was pretty much how they lost their first piece of cattle. So, <clears throat> it was gloomy, it was wet, you know. They noted the smell of the animal. It was, it it was like, you know, wet dog mixed with like this weird foul odor, just like weird as fuck. And it was huge as fuck, but it was like, it was very friendly. It was walking around them, smelling them, kind of greeting them how like a dog like a would dog. greet them. Uh, yeah. Well, it was just like kind of friendly walking up to them and like sniffing them. And it was like even letting yeah, them pet it. Does it look like yeah. what I'm thinking of? Yeah, dude. A, a wolf coming up to you, though, even like is a regular like size a wolf, regular is scary wolf? Is that fun. the picture? Yeah. Like yeah. A wolf? Well, yeah. even then, dude, like a wolf walking up to me like That's that. That's scary like as fuck. Letting, like, letting uh, the kids pet it. It was letting the kids pet it, pretty much. It's just weird as fuck. That just makes me nervous. Yeah. So, um, they watched the creep. No, you're good. I'm just, like, catching up in my notes. Uh, they watched the creature pretty, like, you know, they were still fucking wary of it because it was approaching livestock. You know, it kind of sniffed around... And approached, and then, you know, one of the, yeah, one of the, uh, one of the cattle sticks his head out, like a young calf sticks his head out, and starts sniffing it, and it seems like they're gonna be friendly, like, oh, they're gonna be friends. Yeah, slurps it up. Psych, uh. Dogs him out. Yeah, uh, grabs. like fucking a nibbler from fucking Futurama. Bites, (laughs) bites his entire head. Yep. And then starts Fucking just yanking it, trying to yank it through the fucking bars, and this thing is screaming, and then uh, you know it was like tugging it, screaming it. The family at this point is like screaming in fucking horror, because this is like literally them just moving in like a few hours ago. So nice. Yeah, Uh, retrieving his three fifty seven Magnum. Terry Gorman shot at it about four times point-blank range to pretty much little effect. Fuck. Um, chunks of flesh fell off as he shot, and the wolf merely just walked off into the rain. I think he also shot it with a um, uh, .30-06. Like, the Magnum wasn't doing shit, so he was yeah. like, hey, 
boy, go fit, go fetch my fucking 30 on six. And he like pegged it a couple of times and it just kind of like looked at him, looked back and then just kind of like sauntered off, just walked off into the fucking like nearby wilderness. The fucking, yeah. So he lost a fucking, uh, he lost a a cattle from that. Yeah. And if you look up like cattle, which I think it's like for for like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, For a calf, it's probably probably about 30 today. Back then, probably about 10, 15. It's fucking crazy. Today, it's probably about 30,000. They said the smet, the flesh smelled of pure rot and pretty much dissolved into the ground. The calf was dead. The neck was broken in between the bars. Following the wet tracks and rot and, uh, smell of rot um, the tracks suddenly ended as if it had told as if they had totally vanished pretty much foreshadowing like the weirder events that would happen um, <clears throat> Terry was an expert marksman he was a very accomplished big game hunter pretty much at the top of his game he was like pew pew yeah he was and he was a big motherfucker too. Um, he was a tank of a man. He Yo, was like six man, something. Yeah, he was like six something. And uh, yeah, he was like <laughs> fucking Francis and Ghana, dude. Put that motherfucker on Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, him just like grounding and pounding a fucking like alien. And <laughs> he has the wolf, but he picks forehead. it up, and it just looks like an average sized dog, and he's just like petting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes it, gives it a fucking suplex. Yeah, dude. Full fucking bridge, too. And Beautiful. I don't care if that, it, Beautiful. Yeah. I don't care if that animal is magic or not. It's dead. Yeah, dude. It's done. Yeah. All right. So, during their intro- introductions, Terry's uh, Terry Gorman's father pet the creature at first. It was about as tall as his waist, while Grandpa Gorman was six one. So this thing was big as fuck. The flesh left by the creature was, as they described, rotten and soft to the, rotten and soft to the touch, as it, as if, like, it was like left out in the sun for like days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's almost as if its skin had been taken, adding to the Skinwalker legend. So they took, they collected it's skin a, samples from different things. Just transforming the shit. Yeah. That's how they transform. Gushers, oh, yeah. dude. Gushers. I'm about to gush. I'll tell you what, boy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They followed the creature uh, through the mud to a bank of water where the tracks just sort of stopped. The water was deep enough that the lake, that it may have... Uh, that, like, anything that tried to pass probably would have drowned. Like, that's how deep the lake was. Oh, my God. And <laughs> there's no way... I'm sorry. I'm chewing on these. They're great. If it tried to jump, it would have fucking drowned. It was um, 40 to 50 yards in either direction to avoid leaving tracks. So... There's no way that it could have just, like, jumped across this fucking lake or swam. It's too deep for that. No. 
it's a cryptid. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So they said that the uh, the skin and the chunks of flesh were as if it had been left out rotting in the sun for days. Yeah, it was just like, but it just died. Yeah, you know, it was like building right. itself up like those old 80 movies. Like, building itself up. Yeah. You know I mean, parts. Oh, God. Just taking like parts. Like the thing. Like the thing. Oh, fuck that. Because it's just this big gelatinous blob mass just of just skin. Building up parts. Yeah, there was a blob. And it just goes yeah, like... building up parts. So, this was an expensive cow. Cost depends on age, gender, breed, and weight. But usually the cost of a cow, not even prize cows, can cost anywhere from $2,000 to $5,000. Yeah, that's why I said today that's more like <clears throat> closer to like twenty. Yeah, with like inflation and shit. Um, even before that. Yeah. It's, it's more expensive nowadays. This is where this is when some of the strange animal sightings had begun, from strange birds to other exotic, exotic animals that didn't belong to the region at all. <clears throat> uh, some people noted, um, you know, exotic birds like parrots and stuff, uh, like tropical parrots, tropical birds, just strange. Things that you wouldn't normally see in fucking the salt plains of Utah. It's just very odd. <clears throat> in addition, another animal was spotted similar to the wolf. In one instance, Gwen Gorman was in her car coming home when she saw the same wolf accompanied by another stranger dog-like creature circling the car. In another instance, while walking to the homestead, another creature was spotted attacking a horse, clawing and toying like it. This one was described as hyena-like, um, with red, short, and curly hair, uh, short to the ground, bulky, and at least 200 pounds. Like it was like a big fucking stocky hyena. Yeah, 200 pounds is a big creature. As Terry ran out to use his rifle again, the creature simply vanished. Upon approaching the house, deep claw marks were left on the... Uh, upon approaching the horse, deep claw marks were uh, left on the horse, which was cared for shortly after. In fact, nearby the ranch, the wife of a deputy sheriff saw the same creature on her own property before disappearing. <clears throat> From then on, many uh, of the coming events described as poltergeist activity was directed towards Gwen Gorman, to which she didn't report to her husband until later, uh, under the assumption that she was probably losing her fucking gourd. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame her. Right? I'd probably feel crazy if I were seeing shit like that. Um, so, one night when getting home from shopping... She had uh, unpacked the groceries, put them away, left the rest of the stuff in the room to take care of some other stuff. When she returned to the kitchen, not but like 20, 30 minutes later, she found all the groceries back in the bags and put neatly on the table as if they were never touched at all. 
Now that's so weird, because like, what you're describing, I would expect the monster to just like, eat the shit, yeah. versus like, right now, like, put it back in the bags. It's like something was there, like some kind of, like, remember Poltergeist? Yeah. It's like some kind of entity was there from like another dimension that was just sending shit to fuck with them. To like, pretty much like, yeah, make like, them lose that their That one is like mind. the weirdest fucking Yeah. Oh yeah. It gets fucking weirder. Fucking random anomaly zones. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to drop that. I deployed in my phone because it was starting to um oh man <coughs> oh sugar mm. I swear I don't got the coronas the coronas So, in other instances, during her morning showers, when she was the only person pretty much awake, she would uh, set her towel and hairbrush on the sink. When she would finish her shower, she would find her towel and hairbrush missing, <laughs> missing and find them in other random locations in the house. Pretty much like finding her fucking hairbrush in the fridge, or finding stuff like the remote control under, uh, like, in the sink or some shit. Like, just just weird placements of stuff. <clears throat> this happened multiple times while Gwen pretty much uh, questioned her own sanity. Once, while doing work in... This is a fucking weird one, too. Uh, once, while doing work in the pasture, Terry had been using a post digger to repair a fence and turned away for a few moments at the most. When he turned back, it was... Was fucking gone. Oh, that's fucking weird. Gwen, who now realized. He's so pissed because it's not like regular, like ghost fucking shit. It's like, fuck you, I needed that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, old no. Vince Post gone. This shit. is shit that is legitimately fucking with their livelihood. Yeah, but like, yeah. I needed that, you motherfucker. Yeah. You fucking cocksucker, <laughs> alien. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> um. So, turned away for a few moments at the most. When he turned back, it was totally gone. Gwen, who now realized she wasn't the only person going insane, was in the house all evening with the children and proceeded to help search for it. A few weeks later, they found it in a tree on the other side of the ranch, 75 feet up in the air. Strange, considering the post digger was over 70 pounds. How the fuck are you getting that like, right. in a big-ass tree? <clears throat> Super inexplicable shit. Now, this is some creepy shit where some of the family... Thick neck. Yeah. Apparently, some of the, uh, the family came to visit, or at least one portion of the family did. About a week before the discovery of the post digger... Yeah. This was during the week when the post digger was, like, still missing. And uh, everyone was, like, kind of looking for it. Uh, nephew came to stay with them on the ranch for a small amount of time. 
So they decided to get him acquainted with the land and take him on a tour of the ranch. It was dusk when they decided to return to the homestead when they noticed a set of headlights moving along the, the distance at a fence. Um, oh, yeah. Seeing the lights before, he kind of assumed, uh, you know, so either somebody took a wrong turn or maybe it was like somebody hunting without permission on his fucking land. Or maybe it was just like an RV that was just like camped out there. Um, you know, just without their permission, because that happens all the time on ranches well, and stuff, especially worst. back yeah, then. Yeah, well, I think the worst. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, though it was strange, because there wasn't really the sound of an engine. In fact, there weren't even any windows on it. Marching in the direction of the vehicle, it turned from a brisk walk to a jog to chasing the vehicle. As they approached, they got within about 100 yards of the vehicle, described as silver, completely smooth, and cigar-shaped, as it lifted off the ground and just floated into the mountains and the treetops and then disappeared totally. Um, all three of the men were horrified. They were frozen in their tracks from what happened. And uh, needless to say, the nephew left... Pretty much the next day. Didn't want to stay there after that. He was like, fuck that. <clears throat> During autumn, uh, the lights were a regular occurrence, especially when Terry transported his prized Seminole and Angus cattle onto the ranch. Anywhere from 9500 to $10K. Um, you know, and that's not even for a prized cattle back then as the winter rolled in the snowstorms uh, settled on the ranch and the cattle would often wander too far off the ranch Terry would have to you know go back and round them back up one Angus cow was missing for around or maybe over 24 hours and he covered pretty much the entire ranch uh, he looked in the nearby woodland he approached a, a large outcropping in trees and was relieved to see the unmistakable prints of cow hooves in the snow. So, you know, he assumed that he was getting pretty near. Noticing uh, the tracks and the spacing, she had been running full tilt as she entered the tree line. This was odd behavior for a cow, especially during a snowstorm, unless she was running from something like a predator, but in the middle of winter. And there was only one set of tracks. So there wasn't, like, wolf tracks. Yeah. There wasn't, like, coyotes. Nothing like that. It was one set of tracks. And, uh, yeah. So that's weird as fuck. The tracks stopped in a clearing, much as the wolf had months before. It was as if the animal was simply sucked out of thin air. and the end, the cattle was gone. The cattle themselves were not only... Uh, financially supporting his family, but each member of the family were emotionally invested in raising and taking care of these animals. It was not only financially and emotionally uh, it was not only financially devastating for him to lose the cattle, but for the family it was very emotionally devastating. He was losing the means to support his family 
It wasn't just a, a hobby. It was a livelihood for them. From then on, this is some of the weirder shit, too. Um, from then on, strange orbs and lights would creep around the property. Terry would do his best to creep uh, to catch them sleuthing around, not only to catch whoever was taking his cattle. Uh, they would always just simply disappear. One night, on his way back from looking around the ranch, he saw movement to his left. And to his shock and horror, he saw a black mass hovering around the ground, um, only silhouetted against the snow. Hiding in the snow, he observed the craft, which looked identical yet smaller, like a more snub-nosed version of the F-117 uh, Nighthawk. However, it couldn't be. There was no sound. It was deathly silent. And second, jets like the F-117 F simply couldn't just hover there as if they were defying gravity. Colored spotlights... Unless it was a drone in nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> well, even then, drones nowadays have, like, rotary Well, they make a technology. lot of noise. But yeah. Yeah. They, they still you make definitely a... definitely hear it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of noise, yeah. Yeah. Uh, colored spotlights came from the, under the hull of the ship. A uh, ship. <laughs> under the hull of the this ship. So the underside. that we have the underside, bro. Like, we do have them. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, observing... It was as if the it was like observing stuff or like looking for something like a big spotlight. Um, observing the craft, he simply uh, he moved his leg slightly as if like uh, I think like his knee cracked like insignificantly like you know how sometimes like you move or whatever your knee pops. Well, if yeah. I go down steps too fast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something pretty much so insignificant that nobody would be able to hear. And just like that, the craft turned and began to, like, come at him. Like, come towards his direction. It was time to come. Yeah, he was gonna come, for sure. It's gonna shoot. Yeah, it's gonna shoot. Oh, dude, that made me jump so hard. Oh, it was, was just the doggos. Uh, Terry stopped in his tracks, frozen by fear as it hovered. Then it slowly turned and floated off to the north, totally out of sight. In the coming months of spring, even worse and more bizarre things would happen on the ranch. <clears throat> As it would begin to see torrential rains that would come at the most inconvenient of, sight, uh, uh, inconvenient of times. Everything from the sightings of Bigfoot-like creatures by their neighbors to strange canines with razor-sharp claws often accompanied by musty, disgusting odors that just hung in the air. So they would always be accompanied by this strange, rotted smell. That And apparently this would, like, happen a lot. Like, all the time. Shit. Shit all the time. Too. Yeah. It would just smell awful. So Wet Wolf was always a reoccurring entity? Yeah. Uh, this is when the cattle mutilations started to happen. And they were starting to lose cattle. So where is this located at? Uh, Utah. Utah, you said. Yeah. Similar stories out of Alaska, but that's why I ask. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking fourth kind, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. That's my shit. <laughs> uh, 
pretty much uh, mutilations would take large chunks of uh, cattle flesh done with almost surgical cuts and precision without an ounce of blood being found on the carcasses. Uh, and the meat had been taken along the eyes and the sex organs. Some would even come, uh, some would even just drop dead without cause. Like, without being mutilated at all. Some would uh, face heavy mutilation, but some would die without even so much as a touch. The Gormans stayed at the ranch only 18 months, and in that time they lost a total of 18 cattle from around 80 within 15 months. Um, High-end registered animals. They were near financial ruin. On top of that, the sightings and strange occurrences had reached a breaking point through 1995. Black shadow beings <clears throat> began to appear looking through windows, sometimes in broad daylight, looking through windows, uh, even watching the Gormans as they slept like at the end of their beds. Thing, cause, like, everything you're describing kind of fits with, like, No, it does. I was yeah. about the, the shadow people thing, kind of... If you ask me, it's like it's like one point in reality where things are just like mishmashing right, yeah, and popping like, in and like out. Yeah. That's basically multi, like a multi-dimensional window to be able to like. Yeah. You're seeing a person that's like a shadow person looking through your window, but that's just because like in another reality that was acceptable in that situation, right? Like, yeah. So. Kind of weird to think. They would watch them through the windows and even, like, at the end of their beds, just sitting there watching them. Even then, there came strange sounds that would emanate from the ground, as if there was machinery or, like, railroads operating nearby. Some sort of deep underground factory. The, their neighbors would also bear witness to a lot of these sounds and events. Like, uh, when we lived in, like, the colonial ways, like the fucking, uh, yeah and imagine uh, being in the middle of fucking nowhere and hearing that yeah and we're like in the city yeah yeah 2 a.m you're just trying to sleep in the country yeah like weird shit it's not even like that we when you hear ass cedric it was like Yep. Oh, the big yeah. loud boot that's banging. Like, boom. This shit. Boom. This shit is fucking. Is that close? I feel like that's close. So. Yeah. Right. yeah. Boom. Oh. Boom. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that, dude. So, in one instance, Gwen and Terry were outside talking when they heard strange, deep voices speaking in some kind of foreign language from above them, as if they were booming from the sky. Terry, getting pissed off, yelled at them, and they stopped for like a moment, and began to, as they put it, mock them, speaking in a tone that would suggest so. So he'd be like, like, like who the fuck? Totally different language. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But it's like the weirdness of like, you clearly hear like 
loud fucking voices above you. Yeah. And then you're like, what like the, the fuck is the that? D- the DDs uh. were like, fuck you, you little bitch. You want to fuck with yeah. me? It's kind of like it falls in line with like the weird... Uh, it's it's a thing in like mythology of like the trickster gods. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How they would just fuck with people, right. and, and it's like, what the fuck is what is that? What is it? And they're like, I think of that like whitest kids you know skit. Yeah. When they were like, I just picture Alec aliens. Yeah. When they were like aliens and like the fucking UFO came down, they were like, oh my god. What do you want? Anything? What do you want? And just mocks them, yeah. And then they just started like laughing at them, and then they just left, <laughs> just to fuck with them. Just fucking with them, right? So some mornings, in between these events, Terry would wake up to find huge circular holes, not just dug out, but as if they were like cut out of like the earth. Craters. Yeah, just craters. With, like, not even, like, messy craters, just, like, totally fucking clean-cut craters. No yeah, piles like, of dirt. That's either a clear-cut explosion or a landing site, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no piles of dirt anywhere. Uh, from the sounds of things, this would suggest that uh, something was not only trying to destroy the land, but also cause further harm to the animals that inhabited the land as livestock and farm animals would be useless Might after breaking their legs. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to fucking... Sounds like terraforming. Yeah. But also, it sounds like they're cutting holes into the fucking... In, into the ground, so that whenever something walks by, they would just, like, break a fucking ankle or something. Yeah. Sounds like terraforming. Man. Yeah. It's like... Break apart large... Terrifying. The, the, the <clears throat> land and just walking in the fucking middle of nowhere and you roll your ankle on a little pile. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> often there was an invisible entity that was witnessed um, not not the being itself but the effects of its presence livestock would part and move out of the way as if something big and unseen was running through the herd uh, water in the canal would be displaced as if large invisible feet were stomping through it another smaller creature was witnessed uh, that seemed to be shrouded in some kind of cloaking device, described as similar to the alien in the movie The Predator. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. So the, the it was just like, like, uh, like you know, in Halo, how they have fucking active camo. Yeah. It was like that. So this thing would just like hang around the fucking cattle and just like freak it out, just like to you know, like, boom. Fucking freak yeah. them out for no reason. It's funny all like the references to this exact thing. Like you know you you don't really catch them when you're like watching them like like in cartoons. Like I think even Ben Ten had a whole episode on this shit. Yeah. With like the fucking like wolf and like. You know, oh yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah, shit, it's dude. like like dealing with like the Navajo or one of the tribes, but he's like a plumber, so he's like an intergalactic like dude, so he knows that it's just a weird ass place. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. One time, a psychic visitor was brought onto the ranch, or some guy who claimed he was a psychic, to meditate to see if he could tap into whatever energy was on the ranch. All three of them described uh, a large, blurry something moving in the trees along, uh, along the ranch while the visitor was meditating. 
it swiftly moved around a hundred yards in the span of like a few seconds when it finally reached the man and roared directly in his face. The roar was described as bear-like and could be heard from hundreds of yards across the ranch. That musty, horrible odor hung in the air once more. The man fell into a fetal position with his eyes closed shut and grabbed Terry Gorman's leg, not letting go for a moment's notice. Uh, blubbering until he regained his composure once again, and then he just never came back. <clears throat> and now it's like reaching a fever pitch of like, this thing is, whatever this entity, or like whatever this ranch is doing, it's just fucking with them now. Yeah. It's ruining the livestock, and it gets worse. The lights were often seen, too, in the fields of the pasture, lighting up like a football field at night, as well as the orbs. Stationary orange lights were seen, uh, which were different from the other ones Terry had witnessed moving in the distance. Uh, the first time he saw one of these strange anomalies, he was sitting out on his porch on a warm summer evening when suddenly something moved in the sky about a mile away. He was sitting on his porch cleaning his rifle uh, and used the high-powered scope on it to see what the anomaly actually was. He sat there, mouth agape, while the orange anomaly seemed to be some kind of portal. On the other end, despite being pitch black night at the time, was a blue sky on the other end of the portal, like a gateway to another place or another time. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they were a frequent occurrence above the ranch, and Terry would describe also seeing strange shaped crafts entering and exiting these uh, these openings on occasions. It was often followed by disgusting, musty odor. Now, the aforementioned orbs musty. Musty. musty uh, became even worse. They were the size of round baseballs usually had a blood-red color and would terrify the livestock. They would zip in and out of trees, intentionally harassing and scaring the livestock. The red ones, despite the harassment, were usually not that scary. What terrified the Gormans uh, were apparently the blue orbs. These were dubbed the blue meanies. Yeah. Shitty name. Yeah, pretty shitty name. Uh, hey, uh, the Gorman family, uh, you're, you're fucking losing your touch, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, real, real weak, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> the blue ones were larger and real bad news. Yeah. These orbs instilled intense fear and extreme anxiety to anyone who got too close. Maybe it was a certain vibration or signal they emitted. But whatever it was, the Gormans and the animals feared these ones the most, and were often harassed by them. Just in jail or fucking... They would just, like... It was like they were giving off some kind of signal, or, like, infrasound... Because infrasound is a real fucking thing, right? Yeah. It was as if they were giving off some kind of frequency that was just making them, like, freak the fuck out. Yeah. 
So, uh, one evening in, the May, in May of 1996, Terry was observing his property and the lights when he, uh, <clears throat> when he spotted the same eerie glow he had seen so many times uh, in the tree line near the front of his house. This shit gets real weird. Uh, his three hunting dogs, not just his best hunting dogs, but these were members of the family. They sat by his side and began to growl and bark at the orb. Terry set them loose, letting them chase it back into the woods. Uh, the fear seemingly not really didn't really affect the dogs. Yeah. Whatever was going on wasn't like affecting them. So the orb went back <clears throat> in the woods too. Yeah. Okay. After a few mem- moments of the dogs uh, disappearing into the woods, uh, there came three blood-curdling yelps that shook Terry to his core. Then, deathly silence. Terry was so terrified, he waited on the porch for hours to nothing and only returned to look for them in, uh, in the morning with his son at the spot where he had last seen them. On the ground, they found dried, brittle, dead, burned grass along with three piles of what they described as burned leathery lumps smoldering in the cold morning air. Presumably, this was probably all that was left of the animals. They never saw those dogs again, as well as losing six to seven cats in one night alone. The loss of these dogs, the strange animals, terrifying orbs, etc., made it <clears throat> all made it to the Gormans. All made it, bleh, all, bleh, dude. I'm losing it. My Words. fucking brain. Yeah. <laughs> all made it to where the Gormans were afraid to be alone. Got to the point where they were sleeping in the living room together, uh, pretty much every night. Too scared to even venture out to the bathroom at night. And the clutches of horrible financial ruin. Terrible anxiety and gripping fear, the Gormans considered selling the ranch. And uh, I will get into this next time, but <clears throat> suffice to say that that's the end of part one. And uh, that shit's fucking intense. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking weird. Um, the next time I will get into. The the people that end up buying the ranch from them. Um, <clears throat> like I said before, George Knapp uh, was looking into this. And he got in touch with uh, an aerospace engineer by the name of Robert Bigelow. Bigelow Aerospace. Cheers Bigelow, European Bigelow. Yep, that yeah. was him, dude. <laughs> he got Rob Schneider. He came down. Damn, man, he's doing shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's fighting aliens. Fucking slam. Yeah. He, he's just wearing like a fucking khaki vest somewhere, just uncovering like some encouraged mysteries. Yeah. Oh, that's lit. So, uh, okay. yeah, um, I'll get into more of that stuff later. Thank and then the experiences that they kind of have. And it was great having you too, dude. Next time, foreskin. I know that you were kind of like passing out over there, but it's, no, it's I'm late. Not passing out, I'm just chilling. It's also very late, you know, it's a lower energy episode, and, and it was fun. Yeah. 
It's fun just like describing some spooky shit and letting you guys riff I for like a little it. bit. I like it. I like it. I just didn't want to riff too much. Oh no, you're good, dude. Um, yeah, Controlled it's. Riffing. So next time, um, next spooky time boys after dark. <laughs> then I, uh, there I will get into the experiences that the people who buy the ranch have. I imagine that's a whole fucking can of worms. Yeah, uh, Terry ends up staying on the ranch. And, and uh, deal. yeah, like, they still want to hire him to have, like, cattle there. Because they want bait cattle to see what the fuck is going it's on. It's like Amityville right. Whorehouse. Can yeah, I, like, can I, I, can I even be sad that. for you if you fucking move well, in there? Well, even Amityville, uh, was, Amityville is, like, a weird thing where it's, like, it was actually... Like, totally fake, but it had a very interesting true crime story behind it. Yeah. Okay. So, like, the actual, like, story of the family. The ghost yeah, 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 story yeah. is bullshit, but the murder is real. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the Exorcism yeah. movie, how it's based off of. Yeah. yeah. That shit is super interesting, too. If yeah. you ever get the chance to look yeah. into the murders uh, and look into everything that happened with it. But, yeah, man, that was... Uh, Skinwalker Ranch, part spooky one, baby. Boys, we so super spooky. Yeah. I took a lot of my notes from uh, Hunt for the Skinwalker. Okay. Um, took some of the notes from uh, another YouTube channel that covered it called Bedtime Stories. And then Shut there was... Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then there was um, another radio show that I had listened to that was really, really good. Uh that kind of, like, covered a lot of stuff from a guy that actually, like, worked there. Uh, and also, like, just various interviews with, like, George Knapp and stuff. So, there you go. Um, Skinwalker Ranch Part 1. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. We'll spook you next time. Later. Later.